Hey everybody, it's me again. This is Anthony Wilson welcoming you to episode 112 of the Complete Player Podcast. Uh, so, uh, for, for the first time in, in two weeks, uh, I have uh, my co-host uh, David Galvis joining me. Uh, Galvis was uh, missing in action last week. Um, Galvis, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing as good as I can with the whole lockdown. You know, supposedly this is the the worst week. This week and next week are going to be the worst weeks. So, if you're listening out there, they say, do not go to the store unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, I was reading that, um, I was reading that New York... Yes, yeah, see, so I'm on Twitter. It says New York um, had um, the largest single day jump in death toll, which was like, I think it was like 1,200 people. And it was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God. So this could be like what, what they were talking about when they started talking about people in the, the hundreds of thousands dying. Like if it starts doubling and tripling and stuff like that, and you know, and it, you know, that happens all over the country, you could see it getting there. So, um, yeah, man, you just gotta you gotta stay inside. You gotta follow the rules. I know in Wisconsin, which it sounds crazy, but in, in Wisconsin they're still gonna hold their primary today. You know, um, at the polls, which is just I mean, it just completely goes against you know everything that we're being told to do. So that's gonna be a, a big problem. You know, I mean, everybody's gonna have it by the time they go they get you know get home. So, yeah. <laughs> and then um, well, you know. For me, honestly, I'm not trying to sound like that tough, macho guy, but there's really nothing. Like I see people going out with their with their with their uh, masks and their gloves on and all that, and it's like there's nothing you can do to avoid it. I mean, you can help prevent it. You know, you can increase your odds of not getting it, but like. To me, I'm not wearing a mask or gloves. I mean, I'm not out there like these idiots licking stuff and just touching stuff just for nothing. But, like, the stuff you get from the market, if it ha- if someone touched it prior to that, and then you touch your gloves, and then you take your gloves off, and it gets on your clothes, like, there's really nothing you can do to avoid it. Yeah, there's no point really in even wearing gloves, really. I mean, the, yeah. the, the only thing you can do is wash your hands. You know, and you know, unless you don't want it, like, like if you go out and you do something, you use gloves when you're ready to eat, then you can go, okay, I'll take the gloves off and put them in the trash. And technically, I don't have to wash my hands. But other than that, you know, like yeah. there was a there was a video of the baby, he was eating with the same gloves on that he had on outside, and it's like, what's the point of you know? That's exactly. the same thing. Look, look, I was at the market, and this guy had gloves on, he had a mask on, and you can tell he was all. He was like, you know, doing the whole whatever, and I'm and he's like literally on my back while I'm waiting in the line, and so I was at the grocery store, which during normal times, you know, that's fine, but how are you gonna have such a how are you gonna have gloves and a mask and be, you know, the social distancing and not touching everything, but you're gonna basically be breathing down my neck. Some people just, I'm telling you, the news is the worst thing you can watch right now, bro. 
it's the like one minute you think everything's fine and the next minute you're 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 worried that the world's gonna catch on fire and you don't know who to believe or what to believe. The best thing you can do now is just jack off, watch your little Netflix Hulu shit, and then just you know, stay home, man. That's all you can do. I don't know where jacking off came into it, but you're right, you know. Um <laughs> why? I mean, that's what, that? that's what I do anyway. Of course, that's that was that's not a problem. None of this is really a problem for me, because my life has not changed really. But it still feels bad. It feels worse than it normally does, because at least you want to have the option of getting up and going somewhere if you want to, you know. And then you know this coronavirus is taking that option away from me. Um. You know, I was supposed to be in Vegas last week. Yeah. I'm in this past weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. It changed everybody's plans, you know. Um. But I mean, is that all you have to you know you want to say about this whole thing about the coronavirus, Galvis? Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's pretty depressing to talk about it. You know, like I said, you know, it just depends on how you feel about it. If you if you think positive, then you're gonna find positive ways. To think about it. If you're negative, like for example, real quick, like people say, like Trump, right? Mm-hmm. The liberals and the and the Democrats are like, well, Trump maybe created this so he can win the presidency um, this upcoming election. But you can go around and say, well, the Democrats created this because they want to make pre- the uh, Trump look bad and have unemployment and have the stock market crash just to make him look bad so people wouldn't vote for him. Right, but you know, Republicans you know? are kind of like too mature, to stupid. Yeah, they're not going to go around saying that. Yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, everybody's a scientist all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Galvez, in this episode, we wanted to talk about um, Rush Hour. Um, you know, I know I'm like, I, like yesterday I talked about the Bulls, but, you know, the Tuesday episode is different. That's, I don't know. You guys know, there's really no, I, I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm doing or what direction I'm. It's always been like that with me and podcasting. So, you know, it's the third straight, you know, Tuesday episode of a movie review. And we're going to talk about Rush Hour. But um, before we do, I'm looking here, I'm on Twitter, and I'm looking at the trending section. And it says that, um, that oh, well, I mean, Avengers Endgame is trending. God, are you a fan of the Avengers movies? I have seen the Avengers movies, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, I'm not going to wear the shirts. I'm not going to camp outside. I'm going to miss the first two weeks that it start that it opens, so I don't avoid the big lines, you know? Let me... Let me play this. I don't know why it's trending, but let me see if this clip will... A clip playing on Twitter, but no, you can't even hear it. Okay, 
All right, so um, yeah, but I mean, I'm not really a big fan of the um, I I I, I think I I saw, I don't remember which Avengers movie I saw, you know, but I'm not. I've never been a big fan of the like, you know, my favorite superhero movies. Uh, you know, the only one I really like was um, I mean, I like the Dark Knight trilogy, tr- uh, trilogy, and I like Joker, which wasn't really a super. I mean, he's a super villain, but it wasn't even really that type of movie, you know. Um, but you know, it's been said before that, you know, Marvel makes, I forgot somebody said it, they put in a, in a YouTube comment that Marvel makes movies that, um, Marvel, Marvel, like Marvel will take a, uh, a, a, a man and, and make him some super human alien and, and, and DC will take a, take a, an alien and make him, make him a man. You know, so the, the 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 DC movies are way more like realistic, you know, and that's really my type because I like more gritty, realistic type of stuff. So that's the type of stuff that I um yeah that I like. Like, like who can you compare real life more to, Thanos or the Joker? Right. You know? yeah. you can't even Thanos is not. Uh, Thanos is not a human. He's, <laughs> Thanos is a is a monster, you know. But Batman is a he's a person. The Joker yeah. was a, is, he's a person, you know. Yeah. And when they make, and Batman doesn't have these superhuman traits, you know. Right. He's yeah, just resourceful. He can fly, he has money. but he can't really fly. All he can do is just jump off a building and kind of just glide. You right. know, he, he's the he's a superhero without any superpowers. You know? well, yeah, he can't. He can't freaking, you know, fly in outer space, you know, and and fight someone. Right. Um... But, and a lot of people think that the Avengers movies are better, probably because it makes more money, or because, you know, it has more more visual effects to it, and it has it has more popular. Um, actors, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've always said, like, I prefer to watch a DC movie over a uh, Marvel, especially the Black Knight. There's no movie from the Avengers that even touches the Black Knight, the Dark Knight, sir. Yeah, I agree. The Dark Knight is, I think, the greatest. I don't even think anybody would dispute it. You know, even Marvel people wouldn't dispute that the Dark Knight is the the greatest superhero movie ever made. Yeah. I mean, Heath Ledger, that was like, that was one of the best performances ever. And we're not even talking about superhero or villains. That's just in general. Yeah, they had all the heavy hitters. I mean, you had had Dark Knight, like the first one and the third one with, I don't know, I don't even know who the first, the first villain was in the first Dark, first uh, Dark Knight movie. Uh, and the third one was Bane, who wasn't he Bane is I don't know I guess if you're a super comic book nerd, then you know Bane, but everybody knows the Joker, everybody knows Two Face, you know, so um, yeah. But um, yeah. So as far as Rush Hour goes, um, well, let me pull up the. Uh, let me pull up the um. 
Let me pull up the, the details on Rush Hour, bro. Yeah. I should be more prepared, shouldn't I? Rush Hour came out in 1998. Directed, of course, by Brett Ratner. Uh, written by Jim Kouf and Ross Lamana. Uh, of course, I'm on Wikipedia again. It stars Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker as mismatched police officers who are assigned to rescue a Chinese diplomat's abducted daughter. Um, so we were 10 years old. This came, what was the release date? Um... Doesn't feel like it. Yeah. The release date was September 18th, 1998. When's your birthday, guy? Was it November? Yeah, so I was five. Yeah, you just, you hadn't quite turned 10 yet. I had already turned 10. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is the movie that made, you know, Chris Tucker, he'd already been in Friday, he'd already been in Money Talks, uh, when did, when did Jackie Brown come out? Did Jackie Brown come out before or after Rush Hour? Kind of similar. You know Jackie Brown, the, the Tarantino movie? No. Jackie Brown came out in, let me see, in 97. So yeah, so it was like a few a few movies uh, leading up to this movie that made, uh you know, Rush Hour made Chris, Chris Tucker a superstar. And you just can never really... He came out in Hood Right. And he portrayed the hood, the stereotypical hood, you know, typical black dude from the hood movie, you know? Right. Um. And, um. But a lot, but, but there was, Friday came out what, in 94? Friday came out in 95. 95, okay. So then Money Talks came out like in 96. So there was... And you know, Money Talks is not on the level of Friday. Nowhere near it, right? It's not a lot of... Like, it's... Like, everybody knows Friday. Not everybody knows Money Talks. Right. So it was, you know... I mean, looking back, that was the, that was probably the movie that made everybody go... Like, like first pay attention to Chris Tucker... But it wasn't until Rush Hour that he became a true superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah, a global, a global super. Yeah, like, like if you were to put it into like NBA terms or to like athlete terms, like he went from being a starter to an all star to a superstar. Right. You um, know, he was he was on LeBron's level after Rush Hour. Yeah. Um, he was one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Okay, now as I re- highest paid too. I yeah. On the last day of British rule of Hong Kong in 1997, Detective Inspector Lee of the Hong Kong Police Force leads a raid at the wharf, hoping to arrest the unidentified anonymous crime lord Jun Tao. He finds only Sang, Jun Tao's right hand man, who escapes. Lee recovers numerous Chinese cultural treasures stolen by Jun Tao which he presents as a farewell victory to his departing superiors, Chinese Council Solun Han and British Commander Thomas Griffin. I really don't even remember that. I, uh, the movie really doesn't start to me until they kidnap the little girl in the car. How about you? <laughs> um, For me, right off the bat, you know, 
that's how good it was. Um, I'm trying to remember. He was he was a what was it? the opening scene was Chris Tucker's opening scene. He was a traffic cop, right? <laughs> or, or what was he? All right, that was the, the plot is not right. Uh, yeah, what, but see, he... I mean, okay, name one other comedian that could have done. Chris Tucker's role. I can only think of one other comedian that could have done as good. It would have been up there with it. Who would it have been? I can't think of anybody who could have done what Chris Tucker did. Eddie I Murphy? Say, maybe, yeah. Not on the ghetto. Not on like him being the ghetto, but in terms of just overall comedic funny, definitely Eddie Murphy well, yeah, because is the only person. Eddie Murphy created that whole and you know, in, in uh, what was the one with Nick Nolte? I think it was Forty Eight Hours, and then in um, and then Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Eddie Murphy created the black, witty, wisecracking, comic, you know, cop. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, and then that, that would be like a young, you know, the, the but that's pretty much just that perform the performance that Chris Tucker put on in in in, in this movie. Was on the level of an Eddie Murphy in Forty Eight Hours. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy. It was. It was probably more than that because people, people probably know more about Rush Hour than First Forty Eight. Forty Eight Hours. I mean, sorry, Forty Eight Hours. Right. Um, okay. Then it says shortly after Han takes. Yeah, but yeah, you have the scene at the beginning where Tucker. Uh, it was, it was a fat, a fat white guy. I don't know. Tucker, I don't know what Chris Tucker was doing, but he got in trouble with it because often when the cop got his picky shot off and I think a car blew up, right? And so that wasn't good. And they already hated him back at the at the LAPD because he was just like an ass, you know. <laughs> but then, you know, Su Young gets kidnapped by Sang. You know, Sang is the, Sang was the, the Asian guy. Not everybody thought, everybody thinks that Jun Tao was the Asian guy, but Jun Tao was the British guy, and the Asian guy with the with the blonde hair. That was saying. Um, you still there, Galvez? Yeah, I'm listening. Han calls in Lee to assist in the case, but the FBI, afraid Lee's involvement could result in an international incident, pawn him off on the LAPD. Detective James Carter is tricked into babysitting Lee as punishment for botching a sting operation, which is what we were just talking about. When Carter discovers this, he decides to solve the case himself. Carter takes Lee on a sightseeing tour, keeping him away from the embassy while contacting while contacting informants about the kidnapping. <laughs> so we have here uh, many many classic scenes. Um, yeah. A lot of classic lines. Yeah. Not just scenes, just you know, like. It's up there. The first rush hour is up there with training day. Obviously, training day is more drama, but it's up there in this, like in terms of greatness. You know, with you know everybody. You know, everybody knows the. Um, everybody knows the. Uh, that King Kong ain't got nothing on me, and that, all, like lines like that. Rush hour has that type of. You know, greatness. 
Yeah, because you know he's, uh, you know, and I wish I could play. I tried. I wish I could play clips, but I'm using both of my devices at the same time. I don't think there's any way I can uh, play clips and. Um, oh, to uh, to to talk about certain clips. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I mean, what were some? What just? What are some of your favorite like? of the lines you know I, of course I like the part in uh, where he uh, when, when he when he and this is at the end uh, where he takes the um, we should probably go in order though let me see um, I mean when he's when, I mean, what about oh, like, when, when they're in Hollywood the for me is when he first picks up Jackie Chan right and at the airport and Jackie Chan keeps talking he goes what the hell did you just say <laughs> you know and you go no 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 you put your own bag you uh, know just that uh, I mean there's some of the, the uh, uh, great parts um, yeah. the, the part where he's uh, uh, where, where they where they're eating the, the Chinese food and they're arguing about oh, yeah. who <laughs> oh the dads well yeah, they're arguing about who has the who has the better dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, my dad will kick your ass. <laughs> my dad will kick your daddy's ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, and I, of course, I like the part at the end where he goes on. Um, again, let's go in order. Um. Uh, uh. Lee makes his own way to the to the Chinese consulate, where Han and the FBI await news about his daughter, while arguing with agent in charge Warren Russ. Carter accidentally involves himself in a phone conversation with Sang, <laughs> where he raises the ransom drop of $50 million. Remember when he goes, he's like, you know, Sang goes, who is this? And he goes, who, who, what are you talking about? Who is this? You called me? Who is this? You remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what the hell you think he's doing? Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> he goes, I want $20 million and 20. <laughs> that, that was. And he goes, you want any fives with that? I mean, just a really raucous affair. Um, the FBI chases the, the, the car to a warehouse where a team of agents are killed by plastic ex- explosive. Spotting Sang nearby, Lee and Carter give chase with Sang ex- escapes, dropping the detonator. Carter's colleague, LAPD bomb expert Tania Johnson, traces the detonator to Clyde, a man previously arrested by Carter. So that was a white guy. The guilt trips Clive into revealing his business relationship with who with, with June Tao, whom he met at a restaurant in Chinatown, and earns Carter's trust. Carter goes to the restaurant alone and then and sees the surveillance video of June Tao carrying Su Young into a van. Lee arrives and saves Carter from June Tao's syndicate, but they are taken off the case after the FBI blames them for, ru- for ruining the ransom drop, with Lee sent back to Hong Kong. So, you know, when he went to the restaurant and they Yeah. <laughs> Which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> um, Carter appeals to Johnson for assistance and sneaks on board Lee's plane, persuading him to keep it, to help finish the, the case uh, and stop Jun Tao. Griffin later involves himself in the case. Oh, hold on, what's the hold on? Sorry, interrupted. This, this is the part I'm talking about. Detective Carter, do you speak any English? 
Of course. That's, do you understand the words? That <laughs> that's, that's up there with Godzilla, well, King Kong ain't got shit on me. Now this this is how you be a co-host, Galvis. You see this? You see this guy, Galvis, coming through with the actual audio clip? Play some more, Galvis. I'm on, I'm on YouTube. Look at this first video. First, I get a bullshit assignment. That Mr. Lysimony. Don't even speak American. Come on, I'm going ride over here. Put your bag in the back. Yeah, it's, it's start to finish. It's pretty much a, a a masterpiece, you know. Yeah. Um. Like when you said the movie starts when the girl that is, you don't mean that when the girl gets robbed. You don't mean that it's funny. After, you just mean that the the movie the the plot doesn't really start right. Right, but I but I was just reading the plot and I forgot about the part at the beginning where he um where, where he, he picks does, him up and all that. No, where he does the bust though on Clive. The white. The oh big, yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the white guy. That was like the first because I don't even really remember the part about Han. You know, uh, I mean, the part about Lee uh, doing the whatever he was doing. Like, you know, his his parts were kind of boring without Chris Tucker in it. Um, Just play the like the first video they have on YouTube with like a, a compilation. Right. So what do I what do I search? Just rush hour. Yeah, and then play the first the first video. You know, this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be done in our, hold on, man, I don't got that, I got that free YouTube with the ads. <laughs> this is supposed to be way more organized than this, wasn't it? Yeah, this is supposed to be done in the, in the, in the production meeting. 
It's race okay for black people to be racist, but not for people to be racist against black people. Yeah. I said that? You always say that. I never say that. What are you talking about? Why are you putting words in my mouth? (laughs) We're just about the 30 minute mark. But I have a limit. Do you want to, like, are you ready to close this out or do you want to play the clip? Yeah, this is good. We didn't even get to the end of it, but. Yeah, like the part where he, um, like I said, when. When he when he takes the bomb off of um the little girl, and Jackie Chan and Jackie Chan brings the bomb inside the you know when they're having the, that the climatic scene, and he goes I know that ain't the bomb. You take the bomb outside. <laughs> uh, oh man! But I mean I think you guys have all seen. You know how it ends like that. I mean it ends they get the they get the little girl back. Uh, they kill they they kill uh June Tao. Um. Did they kill Jun Tao? Doesn't he? He falls into the. Yeah, he, he um. Yeah, he falls into the. He's hanging off by a thread, and he and he just falls to the um. No, no, yeah, Jun Tao. He falls. He falls off. Right, and they and he kills and and Carter kills uh he kills the Asian guy, when he goes uh you know, the guy goes you know, put your gun down, fight like a man. Same thing that Carter yeah. told him in uh in the restaurant, and then yeah. you know he reaches for his gun, and then but Carter you know, he he he's on top of you, know, he, and then he can wipe yourself off, you're dead. You know, there's a little some symmetry there from the earlier scene. Um, I just want to make sure I don't I don't leave anything out. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much. Uh, yeah. Like I said, they, they yeah they reunite since Han and Su Young are reunited, and Han sends Carter and Liam vacation to Hong Kong as a reward. Before Carter leaves, agents Russ and Whitney offer him a position in the FBI, but she mockingly refuses. Yeah, they have the two the two detectives, uh, LAPD detectives, or the FBI detectives who gave him a hard time at the end. He tells them, you know, please, like you know, and uh. Carter boards the airplane with Lee and 
Honoris and by singing Edwin Starr's War. <laughs> we skipped yeah. over like, a, you know, what did you expect from us though, right? Yeah, All exactly. Right. Alright, so, you know. Check back next check back next week. We might have a brand new show. Right. Next week we're gonna be now that I it, I didn't even occur it didn't even occur to me to ask Galvez to play clips, so that just kinda happened. Um so next Well week, I wasn't home for the start of the show though. That's why. Oh, so you weren't playing those on your phone? No, I was well, I I got home and I was playing it on my iPad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder if you can play them on your phone too. While you talk. No. Well, let me let me see. Hold on. You have the YouTube right. app. Yeah. All right, let's end the show, man. This was a disaster. <laughs> All right. Listen, next week will be much better. We're starting to figure things out. 110, 112 episodes, and I'm still trying to figure things out. All right. So as I say every week, uh, yeah, because I'm not gonna be. I'm. It's gonna be every Tuesday. Forget about the daily episode. So as I say every week, um, thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next time if there is a next time. Goodbye. Later.